Welcome to the X Podcast in this final episode of 2023. You're listening to Russ Moore. I am sitting across from the about to retire the term Putin table with Timothy Moore. Are we using a different title from now on? (laughs) I don't know. Let's stop giving... Let's stop giving Putin his uh, due. Yeah, that's right. I don't right. think he deserves it. That's right. Mm. You know, um, never mind. It's about to get political. Um, yes, yeah, so we're sitting here and... I see you have a can of Coke Zero there. Yeah, this, where do you I, think that came all, from? All I can see is product placement. Yeah. I just feel like Coke you're Zero. now... I feel like it's... By the way, the reason why is because that's the new sponsor for our podcast. <laughs> Coke reached out to us and said, we would love to sponsor you. Honestly, they should. Okay, they should. Uh, Never uh, mind. And if they don't, then I will tell you the honest truth, which is it's interesting. Our entire staff has a little bit of a cult with DC. It's like a DC cult. Yeah. It's DC O'Clock, as they say. Diet Coke. Weird. But you I don't love like DC. Coke Zero. I don't love DC. I'll drink it, but I like... Why do you I think, like this better? Um, I think everybody that loves Diet Coke... Is somebody that it's been around for way longer. It's everybody that has been drinking it for a long time. So you know how you get used mm-hmm. to it. I never did drink diet, hmm. and then I didn't drink any kind of soda pop for 15 mm-hmm. years. And mm-hmm. then when I did keto, I was like, I need something to drink. Mm-hmm. So then I went to that. And when I went to Coke Zero, I didn't have a memory of regular Coke hmm. or Diet Coke. And so that just, I was like, this is good. And it was like, so that is like Coke to me. I couldn't you, tell the difference. Yeah. But Diet Coke tastes different. Hmm. They use different uh, artificial yeah. sweeteners. I think Diet Coke has a little bit more caffeine. Does Maybe it? That's my one thing. Yep. Even better. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't like caffeine. Even better. But you talked about you didn't have a memory of it, which is a perfect segue. No. Oh, because gosh. we're going to talk about the memories of 2023. That's one of your favorite things. Yes, I memories. love. I love <laughs> reflecting just, back I on the past. People would have loved the conversation <laughs> we just had offline no, they before wouldn't. this began. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> a reason why we had it before we started the podcast. Because it's we, not we, Well, we joke to... about it. I am a slight <laughs> oh, bit more gosh. nostalgic. You are a lot more nostalgic uh-huh. than I am. Yeah. Like, and by that, we mean I have it. That's, and you don't. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Is that a fair assessment? That's a fair one. I'm not the most nostalgic person. I live with my eyes facing forward. Yes. Not I live with a future-focused vision for my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of person that looks backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, as much as I joke with you, there's some ways in which, there's some ways in which I think it's odd. You know, <laughs> I've told you that. I've told you That's that, odd. and I say that respectfully. But it, but it also makes you great. Uh, and, and I, I th- don't know about that. And I also feel like it probably makes life a lot more simple. It does. You know, we've not we've not enneagrammed it in a while. You know, but one in enneagram is not about personality type. It's right. about core motivators. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, Ian Cron says that the toughest emotional place to be yeah. on the Enneagram for a person psychologically, internally, is the place between a three and a four. That's where because, I live. Because, no, no, you're a four. You're a no, three. That, but you're a three. It's, but I, I, but, I have tendencies sometimes four, but not the nostalgic tendencies. Oh, I don't think you have an ounce of four. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear that later. Yeah. But well. like, but for me, like, I, the three in me is very mm-hmm. futuristic, very, like, right. Vision focused, right. ambitious, goal driven, mm-hmm. but I am plagued by C.S. Lewis's like you know um, 
the ache behind the ache, that yeah. restless, like yeah. nostalgic. That's yeah, like that's stupid. And so it's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, <laughs> that's it's, not a motivator of it, mine it, at all. It's the echo of a tune we've not yet heard, a country we've not yet visited. It's, oh, uh, it's the Eden behind us. We're all trying to get okay. to. Okay. You know, I think about the Eden we're headed towards. Yeah. So and, and so, anyways, that is a, I'll I'll be honest. That is a tough place for me emotionally because I do feel caught in those worlds of I am endlessly nostalgic but endlessly futuristic. And yeah. the the problem sometimes is I don't live in the moment. <laughs> I'm constantly in the past or the future. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, we're, so this is your idea. We're already having some th- therapy, uh, <laughs> but I do think you know I I do think there's value. You make fun of me because I quoted it beforehand. Offline, because you say I always pull up these random quotes, yeah. but Henry David Thoreau said, an unexamined That's life is said. a life not worth living. At first, I misappropriated <laughs> it to Socrates. <laughs> then I remembered that was Thoreau. Okay. But it's true. And I think there's, I think, and it, I think it's powerful for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. because unless you reflect on life, you don't learn from it, number one. Number two, I think life goes by so quickly that, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like if every passing year, life seems to go by quicker and quicker and quicker. Yeah. And so, like, I just forcing myself to, like, slow down and think back to the memories. Yeah. I have this weird thing where I feel like if I don't think back through memories enough, it's almost like it didn't happen. So that may sound odd. I forget them. You know, like Bob Goff, he, he, um, in one of his books, you know, he's like the consul to Uganda, mm-hmm. has all these New York Times bestselling. He, he has this one thing he talked about one time where – He's had uh, this habit his entire life of writing down every memory he can think of. Wow. Like every single day, he'll write down every memory he can think of because he has this fear that if it's like if he doesn't write it down, it's like it didn't happen. Mm. I have a weird version of that too where I, even when I was in second grade, me and my cousins who I think same kind of breed, we would like get together and reminisce (laughs) over first grade summers. And this is why we're doing this today. (laughs) Great. And so I just feel like second grade Russ can't figure out. We 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 want to reflect and we want to look forward. Yeah. So best Well, you're you're my yin to my yang. You're the (laughs) one that forces me to reflect, and that's a good thing. I probably need to do it more often, but why waste time? So let's <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, let's waste some time. Let's waste some time. That's what um, we're here to do. And we're here to look. If I have to do this, then you have to do this. This is Are like, you speaking to our audience? Yes. Okay. I'm speaking to the audience. Like, if you're gonna make me do this, well then and there's probably benefit to it. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. I, Okay, okay, you martyr Matthew. I, I uh I'll get okay. So I I'll give you I'll give you first reflection okay. and what paints the picture of me. Okay. All right. So we'll go back this last year. In June, um, we had to make the very difficult call to put our dog down, right? So it was like two days before his, I don't know, 13th birthday, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make this difficult decision to put Harley down. And that was really hard because, you know, if any dog owner, cat owners that ever had to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just, you yeah. feel awful mm-hmm. because you're the one making the decision. They can't talk and tell you whether they're in pain and this, mm-hmm. you know, and it was getting clear that he was declining. So the act of putting him down was so traumatic and awful, like hated it, was in the moment, sad, you know, emotional. Like it was, it was, uh, it's, it's awful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I'm done doing that, okay? Rest of the evening, fine. Next day, fine. Never been sad since. So, you know, so I'm telling you, that moment articulates mm-hmm. how I experience stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, 
It was badly, we knew it was coming leading up to us, you're preparing. The actual moment, that time, felt it all. Afterwards, it was like, I'm good. And don't need a dog again. See, I think the moment I set offline best articulates this part of you. (laughs) But I actually think the Harley thing, I'll be honest, I I actually think that was the most I saw you reflect and process emotion. Because Mm. that next week, there were multiple times during the work week. Yeah. Where you actually talked about it and mm. you look at that had some emotion. I did. You did. Did I cry? You didn't cry, but you okay. your eyes were really. Can I say that? Yeah, if you don't I mind, don't, they don't, were. I don't remember at all. Yeah, but yeah, and yeah. I remember because I was like, I, but here's the thing: when I when if I feel that way, mm-hmm. it's not over the dog. Mm-hmm. It was over the decision that we had to make in the experience of it. Mm. So I don't know what that means. Take that to the counselor. It's not over. Like, he was great. I think part of it was the last few years of his life was so difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, taking care of him. That, like, we started getting to the point where we were you said like, you got sick of feeding him. We're done. No, I did not say we got sick of feeding him. Um, he couldn't eat. We wouldn't get it. He, could, he wouldn't eat. But I think part of it was just that maybe, you know, when you know it's coming, you've yeah. already come to terms with it. It's that grieving before. Mm-hmm. It's like someone that's ever yeah. taken care of someone who's been really sick, hospice. And yeah. you kind of start grieving so you know. So it was really the act of it and the decision that was so hard. And it was like once it was done, I'm like, next day, it's fine. Mm. Next day I'm fine. Like I don't. I didn't have moments yeah. where I woke up and going, "Oh, I miss him." I didn't have any of those moments. Yeah. Now every once in a while, my photo app thing would pop up, and you see him. You go, "Oh, I don't want to see that." And yeah. so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like your tear ducts would have a um, a panic attack if they saw liquid coming. That's not um, true. I, uh, okay. <laughs> have you ever listened to um? You ever listened to Nate Bargatze? I don't know if you're yep. meeting. Oh, guy. I know who Nate is. Have you I've listened, listened to, to his talk show. on how he had to walk his daughter through their dog dying? I don't remember it's if he did. Amazing. It's really? like heartwarming but hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh, I like Nate. so good. good. Um. Okay. So we're gonna kind of take the template of what we've done really the last few years, which is kind of start out macro, go all the way down to the micro. We'll mm. start global. What we've done before is go global, then kind of church and then kind of personal we're we already have something we coming out time for the personal so we just go because <laughs> there's a lot global that we need to talk about so well, you know that yeah you'll happens. you'll love that um we won't have to do the interior too much um we can stay on the robotic service but i will say we have church highlights coming up so yeah, we so have we a very special we experience we won't give them all away so we won't so go spend we'll too much time there small um but okay 2023 is a big year what do you Don't say that every year this very true. But okay. I do feel like the last... Wait, wait, wait. How do we rank 2023 in, say, the last three years? You're talking about, like, half full, half empty? Five years. Mean? How do you rank it? Because okay. we'd say that every, 2023 was a big year. Every year is a big year That's if true, we say that, would, then none of them are. That's true. But would you not say that the last four years have been pretty bad. disproportionately big? Yeah. Compared I to felt one? like 2023 was the first year where it really felt like things were kind of back to normal i felt like this was the first year in, in, 20, so, yeah. no i, I think it was i think no i felt like it was 23 okay let, let me rephrase that in regards to church life okay. let me say that okay. i know we had some normalcy in 2022 yeah but i guess i guess that's what i have in mind so let me yeah. let me just say i know 22 sure. was probably where we felt like oh man we're not wearing masks and we mm-hmm. travel and we can do this yeah. in regards to what we do in the church world mm-hmm. 23 felt like of like Easter was like, oh, yeah. look, 
the people are kind of back. Yeah. Even yeah. though it was new people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so no, that's, that I guess in, the, in yes. the church world, it felt like this was the first year. Yep. I would, I think that, of course, I have to go back to 2022. I feel like 2023 globally was crazier than 2022. Yes, I would agree. Uh, for a few reasons. I mean, let's just talk about it. I mean, in 2022, of course, in G- in February 22 was when Russia invaded Ukraine. That, I mean, just upended the whole world. That ended up in, like, food shortages. I mean, the mm-hmm. whole... We thought yeah. we were on the brink of World War Three. Like, yeah. I mean, that was crazy. Um, and that's still going on. Yep. Uh, but this year, I mean, of course, we have Hamas attacking Israel. That's been, like, its own version of sure. Ukraine and Russia. And we've talked ad nauseum about that. But several things this year globally. Number one... This was the year that, uh, I mean, even saying this sounds controversial, but that uh, we really saw climate change begin mm-hmm. to, this was the year. Hottest that, year on record. Yeah, hottest year on record. Every temperature record was shattered this year across yep. the globe. Yep. Um, and you can explain that however you want to explain it, but it's happened. Yep. Um, this was the year. Yeah, we can, you can argue why you think that is, mm-hmm. but I think it's kind of dumb to argue that we can measure it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's that kind of seems you like a dumb You said you argument. still want to go back because we did one while you were gone. Yeah, on, yeah. you got some hate too. <laughs> and uh, you still want to do one? Well, at some point we can. Okay, I, I've got a, I've got a book that I'm going to be reading by someone that I I respect in the field of science, mm-hmm. who's also has a just as much of a foot in faith. Mm-hmm. And was the one I sent you? No. Okay. No. And I I really respect this person's Mm -hmm. perspective Mm -hmm. um this is somebody that i think when it comes to um the 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 science of it and i've already listened to videos and all kinds of other stuff by this this guy is a he's a doctor he's an you know an astronomer he's someone who um who he does not put his head in the sand when it comes to Mm -hmm. the temperature and is literally said that it is absolutely clear that the temperature we have we have been on a cooling cycle. Mm-hmm. The earth goes in cycles. It has a lot to do with the tilt of the earth. It has a lot to do with things like that. And we should be on a natural cooling cycle mm-hmm. where the temperature should be decreasing. All right, so we're, let's see so, save this. So may, we may want to get yeah. into this. And, and he says yeah. that it's absolutely clear for the last 50, 60 years that the temperature has gone the other direction. And yep. it doesn't seem like a lot when you go, oh, it's like one degree, one and a half mm-hmm. degrees hotter than it was, whatever. But when you consider all the other factors – that's when you start going. No, that yeah, there there is something happening. Did and you send, so, did you see the Stephen Colbert video I sent you last night? Yes, I did. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. but it reminded me because that you know he somebody was doing an interview with Al Gore and uh, Al mm. Gore was warning about some things. Yeah, <laughs> and Colbert comes back and goes. That's reassuring because if there's one thing we've learned is that when Al Gore warns yeah. <laughs> about something, we take action. Yeah. Anyways, um, okay, so we had that. Uh, Hold on, I've got one. Yeah, yeah. I got one because I want to go way back. Mm-hmm. This was I remember, kind of odd, and yet we are all like, "What's this going to lead to?" You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. No, no, no. That's this all, was that's all another conversation. This is the this was the year. No, no, no. That we'll the, the talk promise about that. We'll and talk peril about that. of AI was. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. The, okay. The uh, spy balloon. Oh, that was this year. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was this year. Yeah. So us shooting down. Wait, was it us shooting down? Yeah, in January and February, end of January to February, us shooting down the Chinese spy balloon. Was was January also Demar Hamlin? 
Was that this year? Yeah, that was January, January 3rd. Uh, that was January 3rd. Yeah, from January 28th to February 4th was when the high-altitude balloon from China was flying yeah. across the North America. And on February 4th, the Air Force shot it down. So that was this last year. Mm. And so I just remember all of us going, yep. is this going to lead to something? Well, Are we going to been... what? Why is China? There was a lot of things with China. Mm. You know what's going on in Texas. Remember, there was all kinds of talk about China trying to buy up and all this you know, land and stuff in Texas and trying to get close yeah. to grids and all this uh, you know there's this stuff the about chinese that, uh, hackers right now there was an article about that just yesterday really about chinese hackers against u.s infrastructure that's happening so so there's things this year mm -hmm. between the u.s and china yes spiked yes tension u.s china's tension spiked although ironically um i think this was the year in fact check me lydia that um india surpassed china yeah. in economy no it did i i have that one written down as well which is crazy they did they are sitting at, I don't remember, I didn't write it down. I think they got to 1.43 billion. Hmm. And what I was reading says, this is fascinating, that they're expected to be the leader for decades to come. China hmm. will never overtake them, ever. China is expected to lose, they're by, by the middle of this century, expected to be down 100 million people. Hmm. China m m had some policies mm -hmm. about children hmm. that... I've heard other people say, I don't know if these people are experts. I've heard other people say that could be catastrophic for the Chinese population. Oh. Like, 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 oh, maybe, like maybe you can't recover mm -hmm. from when, when they did not want uh, babies, especially female babies. Mm -hmm. You are literally taking out the ones that can perpetuate your population. And so not only that, but the Chinese average age, I think, in China is like 39. And, it, and by the middle of the century, it's expected to be over 50. Wow. So it's, it's aging out. And so India is expected, I think, by the middle of the 21st century to be around 1.7 billion. It's crazy. So population's exploding, but not necessarily in China. Yep. That's crazy. Or the U.S. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we got that. We got... Israel and Hamas. We got. Um, yeah, I mean, Hold this on, I wrote down an, a couple other space ones. Space race were, heating up. Yeah, we probably were on the same site. Sudan. That one was mm -hmm. all the war in Sudan. It was supposed to be moving toward democracy. Yep. Russia trying to land a put mm -hmm. a, a moon lander mm -hmm. that failed and crashed. But then India was what the fourth nation in the That's world true. that actually did land an mm -hmm. unmanned craft on the moon. That's so there's crazy. like this. There's like a. There. Are, there, we are looking globally, and I know the U.S. is looking at the moon um, n more now than ever before. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole field of our sciences that are trying to put telescopes on the backside of the moon. Mm -hmm. um, radio telescopes and other things, because all of the telescopes that we're using here are so interfered with mm -hmm. by our atmosphere and other things that we are unable to see. That's the beauty of like the James Webb yeah. is that it's out beyond where it's getting light pollution, it's getting other things, and it can see into distance. So we there's a whole Christmas Day 20. Uh, do you remember? 2020, Christmas Day 2021. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I read about that somewhere. Did you recently. read about that? <laughs> so, anyways, there's, there's like this, there are, a lot of nations are looking at. I mean, mm -hmm. we've got, I think it was Elon Musk who, you know, was, I think it was either him or with the, with the government, I thought, 
I could be wrong on this, so you could fact check me, but I'm pretty sure one of them, the plan was to try to build some type of hopping base from the moon to launch yeah. further to Mars and mm-hmm. things. So we, in other words, we'd fly the 200 and what, 23,000 miles or whatever yep. it is to the moon and be able to land and do whatever and supplies and stuff and then be mm-hmm. able to make our next hop. Yep. All right. Um, these sound very different in terms of important global things, but I mean, the two names that dominated the U.S. were Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Uh, Taylor Swift is the Time Magazine Person of, of the, the Year. year. Yep. I was. Uh, how do you feel about that? I don't care. <laughs> there was. Still, I am over was, the Taylor hysteria. There was still debate at the lunch table yesterday over Taylor Swift and Beyonce. It's it's still fierce. Really, among our staff. Um, I, though I do think it's hilarious that uh, Kansas City Chief people get really mad that Taylor Swift stole. The I show. get annoyed when, when I'm, I'm watching like, the football game and every time Kelsey catches a ball, they put a camera on the window where she is, even when you can't see her. Yeah, because like, I, get it, give me a break. I know everybody keeps getting annoyed at that, and I'm thinking, yeah, no one cared until she was there, and that's still more exciting than watching the game. Okay, so um, right, those Ted people, that, <laughs> yeah, those people that are like, why can't we watch that? I was like, yeah, no one cared. Um, and no one so, cares that Taylor's there either. <laughs> and so she literally changed the U.S. economy. Anyways, um, let's talk about some. This sounds weird, but let's unless you have more, let's reflect. Well, okay. Well, what, Two other things that okay. I'd say were very significant that happened okay. globally. Yep. Uh, one of them maybe nationally, but there is some global impact. The first one, I think, is 2023 for me mm-hmm. was the year where inflation yeah. really felt real. No, that's like, true. I, when I think yeah, of, like, true. if you give me a – there's two topics that I think mm-hmm. dominate for what was, I would say, the most important conversations happening maybe nationally, maybe globally, at least in America, one of them is inflation. This year was a year where I think all of us felt inflation. I I remember this was the year where I was like food, 20, 30, 40% increase. Like um, so many things went up in price. Everywhere you go, there's a price hike. Yes. Um, And so inflation never felt real. It was like yeah. that imaginary thing that you know is real, but you don't feel it personally. Yeah. It took time to get to us. I think they kept raising interest rates. And we're like, ah, what's that? Gonna, you know, is it slowing down? What? What are you talking about? And yeah. then this year, I think we felt the impact of yeah. it. And a lot of it is probably that everything that we experience in economically in our country and globally has a trickle effect before yes. it gets to us. So, you know, 21 and you get all of the impact of not having the chips and all of the shipping issues and all the other things. You feel that immediately when you can't get your hands on it. But I think the real impact of the cost of that comes two years later. Yep. Year two. So yep. that's what I think we felt. So inflation <clears throat> was so real this year. Mm-hmm. I know we all, you and I both said this first year, but man, I feel it. Yep. And we even noticed it in leading a church. Yep. This first year, we felt it yep. as a church. So that was one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how global that is. I know in the U.S. I yep. think it, to an extent, but I know the U.S., the other topic that I think might be just as big, if not was probably bigger globally, is AI. Yep. And that's the one mm-hmm. you started to mention. Yep. Yeah, and I this. just think this year AI was thrust into mm-hmm. the spotlight Yep. as being that thing. And I've heard people say this in different ways, and I totally agree, and I'll say it today. We'll mark it down. AI, we're going to look back, is... Since the internet, it was the next biggest and maybe the biggest technological yep. advancement that has ever happened in our 
in human history. Yep. I still don't. Yeah. I, I'm still processing it. I still like, and I'm, I'm going to be processing it. Um, I know we talked about even having, we've already had like three or four episodes on it. We need to have more. Um, well, it's the, the thing is it is growing and taking shape. I mean, you've got, you've got experts and some who aren't experts. Elon Musk and other people who are, but and some experts who are saying that we they think we're going to reach AGI in three years, and that is if you don't know about different forms of AI, that's almost like the superhuman intelligence yeah. and and work and there's already been even with um, Sam, oh, what was Harris? No, uh, what was the guy? Uh, was the guy who was leading the Open AI project that um, got released by the board and then brought back Sam. Friedman, but, uh, I can't remember his name mm. now. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. It was all over the news like three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Mm. He got he got let go by the board. No. And you're not aware of this? No. This is like major. How did you not know about this? I thought I we know. talked about it. But anyways, the guy who was in charge of running uh, OpenAI mm. was released by the board. And then he uh, was going to basically him and every single one of the engineers who said they were leaving was 700 and some engineers. Oh, wow. They were all going to leave. We're all going to get offered jobs by Microsoft so they can continue developing. And uh, then they ended up patching things up. So he's back with OpenAI, as with all of them. But one of the reasons why supposedly they ousted him, the board, was that he was not – this is what's been alleged. He was not – he did not clearly communicate – with the board, some of the advancements that had happened, and almost they alluded to the fact of them having AI language model um, do some things that was um, breakthrough slash scary, hmm. and that he maybe did not inform the board of these things. And so there's a whole lot that happened in 2023 around the ethics hmm. of AI. There's people that signed open letters. There's people that are that are coming together that are trying to draft. They've got some documents that are like, these are what we think are should be globally followed ethics when it comes to developing AI. Mm-hmm. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not. So w- people will develop it, and then someone who's sinister will get their hands on it, and they will pay someone a lot of money to do something really bad with it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Arnold Schwarzenegger will be here. He's back. It's it's coming. He's back. All right. Let's talk through uh it sounds morbid, but we always do this. Honor it's crazy to think through the people who have left us this year. Okay. Um there's like hundreds of names. I well, just, just I wrote out a few. Yeah, Bob Barker. Oh, Bob Barker. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Price is right. Um Harry Belafonte. Tony Harry Belafonte. Oh. He Yeah. Picked, yeah. picked him real popular name. Okay. He is. He's I, a really famous name, but I, I can't remember what he did. So famous, I but can't remember But he is a really famous name. Okay. Tony Bennett. Yeah. Singer. Um, Lady Gaga's favorite. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Buffett. Oh, I forgot Jimmy Buffett died. Uh-huh. Terry Funk. You remember Terry Funk? The wrestler? Wrestler. Mm-hmm. Bob Knight. Oh, yeah. The, the coach. coach from Indiana Hoosiers. This was, I think, the one that people talked about the most. Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah. That was sad. So that was like a month ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. A couple months ago. Yep. Sinead O'Connor, um, Lisa Marie Presley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lance Reddick. Um, so Lance Reddick was an actor not as well known. He was in The Wire. He's in several others. I remember him when I saw his picture because he played a supporting role in the last few seasons of Lost. Oh, okay. I don't um, know who it is. So, yep. Uh, Paul Rubin. He was the guy that uh, played Pee Wee Herman. Oh, okay. Passed away this year. 
uh, Andy Rourke, the Iron Sheik, Suzanne yeah, Summers. That's another wrestler. Mm-hmm. Remember Suzanne, Suzanne Summers? Summers? Yeah, from Three's well, Company. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer died this year. Mm-hmm. I must have forgotten about that. Yep, and Tina Turner. Oh yeah. So it was a big year. Big year. It is kind of crazy every year, and then I feel like whenever we, we reminisce, that's what we're yes. doing over the the people that pass away. Mm-hmm. It always makes me feel older and closer to. I know. Because you're just like, oh yeah, I remember. Oh, you know, thirty years ago. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh, I, I guess that means I'm getting closer. I'm next. Okay. So we talked about deaths. We talked about deaths. Uh, we usually talk about church, but you know what? Whether you're part of our we faith didn't talk community, about births. Well, we're gonna get there. Okay, we're gonna get there. So we didn't talk about church. Um, whether or not you're part of our faith community, you should join us um, for an online experience. Yeah. I think you would find uh, enriching, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out on... December 31st. December 31st. How can they tune in? Live.dx.church. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We may, we, may, we may stream this on the other platforms. I don't know if there's a... Sometimes we're not able to, like, we may not be streaming Christmas on Facebook and... YouTube just because there'll be certain things we will have in our experience that we have a license to show live yeah. or on our live yeah. site, but not on a social media platform. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I don't know there'd be any impact. So wherever you can stream, we'll let you know. Yeah. But it'll be at 9, 10, 45, and then we may make it available to stream throughout the yeah. day probably as well. on YouTube eventually. Uh, yeah, as lo- yeah, no, yeah. as long as, I'm saying, as long yeah. as there's nothing that doesn't... Right. You know, not a lot but I mean, a lot of it is, uh, I guess half of it is you and I, but mm-hmm. we kind of go back and forth and we have some different ministry leaders really just kind of reflecting on what God did this year. We yeah. believe in our faith context yeah. of the year yeah. and it's pretty inspiring. Yeah. It's, um, I it mean, it's we, cool to go back. And I mean, when we talk about it, we're like, does anybody care? But we, we had even people like, you know, volunteers and staff that were sitting up there. They was like, oh, this was incredible to be reminded. I can't believe all this happened yeah. in a year. Yeah. And so it's actually really faith building, really exciting. Uh, and so join us for that. We reminisce on all just series and all the things that That's happened. our plug for the church aspect. Yep. And then we could probably skip beyond that if you want, unless yep. you think there's anything. Let's just do that. Nope. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, so I told you, you said you don't do this. Oh my. Oh, it, oh I'm not going to read all is these. Is that pages of your, oh. oh, I'm not going to read all these every year. It's going to be a rust segment. No, no, every, I'm not going to read all these, every, but uh, every year mm-hmm. I create a personal best of. 20 high, uh, hi, or highlights of 2021, 2022, okay. 2023, 2020. And so I have plenty. I'm not going to read them all, but I'm Just curious. read the ones that where I'm in them. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Here's one that here's one that popped out. You probably the, See, this is the power of reminiscing because you mm. probably forgot all about this. Of course I did. Asbury Revival, oh. Kentucky trip with Pastor Tim. That happened this year? That was this year. I had no idea. Forgot. See? Yeah. yeah. You're right. We did Glad a road you trip. forgot. Yeah, because you said trip. you hate road trips. And then I was like, oh, I thought you well, loved your road trip with me. You know what? Actually, my wife and I were talking about it yesterday because we were talking about road uh-huh. trips and cars. We are both, or like we said this, I'm good if yeah. the road trip is six hours or less. Okay. I think beyond that, that's what I consider a road trip, and I don't enjoy that. Okay. I don't love them. Yeah. When they're two days long. Yeah. yeah. But if you had That like was a- fun. That was only like, a, what was that, three-hour drive, four-hour drive? Yeah, it was, it was amazing because Asbury Revival is this incredible movement, so we got to experience it. But then I used to live in Lexington, yeah. so it's kind of like a road trip, yeah. m- trip down memory lane for me. Got to show you didn't care, but I was like, I used to live in that apartment. Yeah, I used to no, we went to a restaurant then, that you really loved and you used to serve at. Yep, it was really fun. Yeah. So, it was a pizza um, place. Pizza yeah, place? It was no. pizza. Yeah, they have, we had pizza, but they have a lot of different stuff. Okay. 
Um, saw a good restaurant. Shout out Lexington, Kentucky, even though mm. it's been sold to a new owner and it's not the same. Mm. But it was a beautiful trip. Yep. Um, yeah. So that was one of my highlights. Okay. So, I mean, I have plenty. But yeah, go for you it. You don't do this every year. Okay. I have a few have highlights. Have you ever done this? I shared some of the highlights on the end of the year experience. So I feel like it'll be a little repetitive. Have you ever, towards the end of the year, listened mm-hmm. to Counting Crows Long December? Nope. Okay. Not a once. What are your highlights of the year, personally? Okay. Let me... Well, I will. What makes you weep with joy? When I will you think hit. Back? Okay, I'll hit some of them quickly, just because we talk about some of them on the um, end of the year church review. Okay, so I, I'll, I'll hit some of them. Um, yeah, nothing good in the spring. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm trying to reflect, and I can't remember. Um, but the 20 year anniversary of our church was a big one. And so we, we talk a little bit about Crazy. that on there. And so that was just, I think it's just, that was one of those yeah. ones that brought a milestone moment. Yeah. Um, huge. And it was, you know, I will say, it is kind of fun. I, I, I like reminiscing sometimes in the real distant past more than I do the current past. Okay. So I felt like it was kind of fun to even pull back old, like I went back through and pulled up old photos and other yeah. things. And it was like. Oh, that's hilarious. Or just stuff from like when our church was a year old or two yeah. years old and like I can't believe we did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that. So that that was kind of that was kind of fun. So we did that. Um uh in May was a crazy month because we had a wedding in our family, not my immediate, but my brothers. You know, we had a wedding, we had a baby shower, we had a funeral we went to, we had a graduation from high school. We had, we put our dog down. Like, it was like three-week window. Remember that? We're talking about yes. three-week window when we experienced everything you can imagine. Yeah. Family staying with us. It was crazy. So, there were so many. There was like highs and lows. And that all, was like right that. before sabbatical. Kind of. It was end of May, beginning yeah. of June. I didn't go until middle of July. But, so, so I had that. But the highlight that I didn't say that was in all of that for us was Lauren and Hunter having uh, Cohen. You're a grandpa. Grand, grandson. You're a peepaw. No, I'm not a peepaw. I'm pop. You're pop. Okay. That's that's what we're trying to do. Okay. Laura Lee is lolly, and I'm pop. <laughs> and that's right. so and so we're we that has just been ooh, you love next that. Level. I love it. It's better than having kids. <laughs> it's better than having kids. <laughs> I'm telling you, people told us they're like, I'm telling you, it is the greatest thing ever, and they're right because you don't you don't have all the stress. Like we hear it from them. Yeah. But you don't have all the stress. You just get to play. <laughs> and he is a blast, and he's kind of getting to that really fun age six. Six months. Mm-hmm. He's a little over six months, and so it's it's been uh, that we have absolutely loved. You know, that's been an amazing thing. That's so cool. And then we had shortly after that, we had Audrey. This was another big mm-hmm. one. Leave for basic training. Yep. And so a lot of things happened in and that then window. Something else happened with Audrey. Well, yeah. Well, l- I'll go in order. Okay. Okay. So because because a lot of things happened in that window for mm-hmm. us as I reflect back on it, we had. Audrey leave July 17th or something. I don't remember. 18th. July 18th. We took her to the airport and sent her off. And that's a weird feeling where you're sending them off and you don't have contact very mm-hmm. much for, you know, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she went and did basic training and then tech school. And we went to the graduation. That was cool. In that period, my wife and I got to really experience what it's like being empty nesters mm. for a short window. How does that feel? It was good. I mean, we're... It's it's we I think you said it's an adjustment. We're adapting to that that change pretty well. Yes, um, to the point where she's back, and we love it. We're glad she's there. 
But I said to my wife the other day, I said, do you know, when it was just the two of us, I'm just amazed at how easy it is to take care of our house. <laughs> <laughs> and we love having her there, but it's just like, it was like, this is so yeah. different, you know? Yeah. And so- we, Audrey, if you're listening, he loves you. Yes, I do. I'm glad she's there. I want her to stay with us as long as she can, which won't be that long. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I guess I'll just say on the heels of that, in November, she got engaged. Yeah. So Come big on. year, and she's getting the uh, married in this coming summer, 2024. So, and then in the middle of all of that, I did my sabbatical, yep. which I hadn't done in six years. Um, and so I had an extended time, and it was good. Did a lot of, a lot of, a lot of traveling, um, maybe too much traveling. Um, I like to have a little bit more downtime. But it was good. That was, those are probably, I think, the big highlights from this year. Um, Would you – so it's just so easy to say half empty, half full. Let's, let's compare it. I'm going to cause you to like – okay. Deeper. 2021, 22, and 23, what percentage would you give them? Like if half empty is 50% or below, like 40, 30, 20%, how would you rate 21, 22, and 23? Hmm. Well, I, okay. I, just I, don't, I don't know about your um, strange analogies of how you want me to do a half full, half empty, or what I'm percentage. I'm just saying half empty, half full or is what too percentage? easy. Or what perc- yeah, okay, percentage. Okay, okay. I, I would just say this. Each year, I feel like has increased okay. in how good it is. Really? Well, yeah, 21 was not easy. Yes. Um, 22, your, your 20, book 20, release. Uh, 22 had some highlights and moments. Um, the book release felt like we were getting back to normal in regards yeah. to travel and a lot of those okay. things uh, I think was good. Um, but I think this last year was a really good year. Yeah. I, I mean, grandson and Audrey going to basic training. I just, that's just something that you, as a parent, you just feel so incredibly proud of. Yeah. Like going to the graduation, all that. That's just like a huge thing. You know, it's like, yeah. you're on, she graduated. I mean, there was just a lot of, of big markers in yeah. our life. And so I feel like 20, I feel like I would look back and yes, that was an exciting individual accomplishment mm-hmm. for me. But when I think about 23, there's a lot more family type yeah. things that, to me and then our church 20 year. I just, mm. I think they've increased. What's something you learned about yourself in 2023? I learned, and this was, it's funny, you asked me, I wasn't prepared for that question, but I know one of the things that I, I mentioned, mm-hmm. even on our podcast, that I learned is that I, I'm, I'm trying to discover how I rest. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that kind of came out of my sabbatical. And I, I talked to a counselor for, I had four sessions with a counselor on my sabbatical, or probably at least an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. And they were good. Um, and I was in a good place. Mm-hmm. But, you know, through that and through the experience of the sabbatical really brought into like, okay, uh, I remember like for me trying to really focus on how do I, how do I find uh, cause I'm the way I, you talk about the way I'm wired. It's like, I'm not looking backwards. I'm always looking forward. Mm-hmm. probably struggle to be in the moment more so because I do that. And probably the challenge for me is learning how to have an appropriate way to rest, mm-hmm. which for me is not go sit on a beach somewhere. I'll go nuts. <laughs> and so talking through that, I don't know where I've landed, but just trying to understand what does it look like for my soul to rest? Mm-hmm. I think I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. By the way, shout out to, um, I just finished it this weekend, but I just finished Marianne Howard's book, Rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she and was. And it's, uh, it's actually really good. Yeah. So I, I, think, I, I think that's uh, 
you say, I learned that I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. what my soul most needs to be rested. I will say, when I got back from the sabbatical, I felt more soul rested than I knew I needed mm-hmm. before I went into it. Because okay. as I told you, it's like I came back, and I think it took a little bit even coming back and realizing, but I have a renewed vigor for what is ahead, yeah. and I don't think I had that before then. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, there's something about, this is one of the things I guess I'm learning, there's something about me making sure I find the appropriate rhythms so I don't lose my tenacity for the vision and what mm-hmm. I want to run after and yeah. do in life. And I think that'll be the first thing that will go. Mm-hmm. When your soul gets weary and tired, mm-hmm. is you can't look ahead. Yeah. There's there is no. It's you're, you yeah. you move into survival mode. Yeah. You stop thinking about oh we want to move toward this and build this and yeah. do this, and so I think that became most apparent mm-hmm. for me. And then I think I learned. I guess I'll add on. I learned how much I love being a grandparent because mm. obviously, how would you know that until it happens? Yeah. But. Little Cohen is like just a dream baby. You loved it, and I love him. And every time I get to see him, I light up. And you know, you know, he's he's amazing. And so, and we never that's had cool. a boy. Hmm. I had two girls, so having a boy around, a baby boy, that's cool. That's new and fun. That's cool. And so we're just enjoying watching him grow mm-hmm. through the, this lens. It's different. Mm. So I love that. Okay, your turn. You um, only said like one. Well, <laughs> do you have any other highlights that you want to share now? I mean, what did you learn about yourself? Highlights. I'm funny because I try to write down stuff that's, that's like small and big, like stuff I don't want to forget about the year. Like, there's even small things. Like, I, you're gonna make fun of me. Like, I even go and I write down what are my favorite albums that came out. Mm-hmm. So, this was a year where all my favorite, almost all my favorite bands, Blink 182, Laney, Gaslight Anthem, all came out with new albums. Mm-hmm. That sounds small to some people. For me, that was like, like I'm a very big music person like that meant I was like, Oh, so excited. And it all came out within like in a month, month or two mm-hmm. period. And so I was just like, I guess excited. Like I'll write down each month what I'm looking forward to throughout yeah. the year. Um, so that was exciting. I'll even write down what are the books that made the biggest impact. I'll even write down like, I know this sounds so funny. Like I'm, I've gotten more into shows the last couple of years. What are the show like Ted Lasso season three, the final Ted Lasso came out. Like Dude, I'll wrote yeah. down like five or six shows that like okay. I want to remember hit that year. Um, you know, I've talked about it. Do you want to hit any books and shows or do you not want to um, do that? Let's see. Sure. Um, well, let me, let me go through a couple of the big ones. We'll so, you know, I wrote down, of course, start of the year, passion in Atlanta, yeah. and then spent time in Raleigh, <laughs> you know, because friends and family are scattered everywhere. Highlights of the year are always, you know, trips to Greenville to see family, mm-hmm. trips to Raleigh, trips to Atlanta. I got to go to LA again, spent some time in LA. Um, you know, all those trips are, are always meaningful. My two big international trips, of course, uh, me and my dad in Egypt in September, mm-hmm. and then talked a lot about that. And then a lot about, we finally talked the whole family. I think my, honestly, my, my highlight, highlight of the year may have been the whole family together in Spain. Yeah. The whole family together in Spain was just, that's cool. That, that trip was just perfect. That's and awesome. it was just so good for my soul. So I, I loved that. Um, I love, like, I, it sounds funny, but like, I, I write down um, some of my favorite moments in communication, like uh, messages that meant a lot to me mm-hmm. uh, to get to share. I write down, uh, it was a year of a lot uh, more pickleball and clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Playing pickleball, seeing yep. the clippers play, it sounds small. Um, I dove back into counseling in this year mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, 
I uh, one of oh my probably my highlight highlight maybe even more than Spain I don't know be close was my riding week in June we talked about mm-hmm. that I just felt so full I took the entire yeah. week off yep. and just I mean guarded my mind my attention my that. emotions and it was you know and, and it was warm so I, I like when I wasn't riding I was running outside I was in yeah. the park and then I just I left that week more full than I've yeah. left any week I remember that. in years. I remember. And, and, and speaking of riding, that was another kind of highlight of the year is I, by the end of this year, fingers crossed, my rough draft of my next book will be done. Yeah. So I made a lot of progress. Come on. Of the next book, which that's, is exciting. That's awesome. Uh, and then, you know, one thing is, it's, yeah, I don't know. I hesitate to share on here, but because I always keep certain things in my life mm-hmm. personal. But, you know, this year... Um, like I dated someone for the first time in a few years. Mm. Um, and you know, we did it for four or five months and, and, uh, decided not to move forward, but that was a big, that was a big yeah. part of my year. And yeah. it was, it was somebody that uh, I met in German village. So I got to mm-hmm. explore German village even more than usual and go to a lot of new places. And so there's some, there's some really fun moments there. Um, also I, what was the other one? Oh, I talked about this, the Ragnar, Relay trail race. Oh yeah, I remember I sp- when you did that. Yes, where I spent a weekend in Cincinnati in Ken- or in Kentucky. Yeah, um, doing a 16 mile trail run, which was grueling but exhilarating. I probably I ran more this year yeah. than I normally have. So that was You're a big. A runner. Uh, I would not consider myself a runner, but I definitely. I would. You're a runner. Uh, my best friend got married, so several weekends in Wilmington and Raleigh. That's a really big deal. Uh, I had friends fly out. Uh, I had family fly out a couple times this year. I had my buddy EJ fly yeah. out. I had several people fly out to spend time. Got um, got to do several weddings. I'm in a lot. Spent some time with the Reds and What Axe. about yourself, though? What did you learn? One thing you learned about yourself this year. <sighs> Just one, because we, we need to move this thing on. Hmm. Wait, you asked me? I know. On the spot? I, I had two things on the spot, and you? I know. Had the question, and you don't have anything? I know. Mr. Reflective here. I'm not yeah. a You still need to reflect some more. I need to reflect some more. There's uh You learned what you don't want in a relationship. <laughs> no? Well, you just said you had a relationship. It didn't go on, but yeah. no, maybe not. Maybe that's not. That wasn't the primary thing. I think okay. I learned... Um, how much you love doing the X podcast? I, I'm yeah. with you. Uh, th- th- there's a lot, but let me let me. I'll, I need to take some more time to distill. Okay, that. all right. We'll we'll table that till 2024. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think maybe maybe the one of my biggest reflections for mm-hmm. 2023 is has to do with what I want to take into 2024. Which okay. maybe this is like this sounds morbid as I get older, but I think, um, I think twenty twenty three maybe it's again people around me getting older, me getting older, like the world going crazy. I realized, like, if there's a word I want to take into twenty twenty four, it sounds so cliche, but it's intentionality. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to steward my time. Um, and I want to steward my intentionality and not taking life for granted more than ever before. I want to find that way, and it's and it's hard to simultaneously have an urgency towards mm-hmm. 
projects in my life, yeah. the things I feel called to do, the things I feel called to create, but do it in a way to where I'm just as intentional not to fly through life, but I'm just as intentional as I am with that to be present with people mm. and to not and to and to soak in time with parents and family and friends. Yeah. Like in 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 the different arenas of life that actually matter. Yeah. Like I even right now I'm trying to figure out, do I just I feel like because of my role, I can't just delete social media. But part of me is just like, how how do I remain tethered to society, but also I'll tell you how. delete distractions? I'll tell you how. Yeah, I put a thirty minute time limit on my. Yeah, that was great. I did that, and it and you know depending on what we're doing, if we're just mm-hmm. chilling out and doing this, maybe we'll be on that. You know, whatever it'll pop up and go. Your time limit's done. I hit OK, and I'm done. I don't care what I was watching. Yeah, I've stuck to it. No, it's good. So I've like done that. a thirty minute like time that. limit. And yeah. it's been good because I, it's not, I'm not completely removed. One of the primary things I would do is get on there just to see, you know, I sometimes communicate with other people or do certain things at times. Yeah. And so it's enabled me to get on and just mm-hmm. kind of like in a quick snapshot, and I could probably lower it, but a quick snapshot of like what's going on. Do I need to be aware of something? Mm-hmm. But I'm not wasting. I mean, it, you'd be surprised. I bet mm-hmm. you we, it's nothing to waste an hour and a half. Yeah. On a social media platform, yeah. one of them a or, day. That's, well, that that's or, and for me, it's not just social media. But I, um, if I'm not intentional, I can just I can just get on my phone and just oscillate back and forth between social media, news, YouTube, yep. text. Yep. yep. I mean, just text back is and forth. One of my highest. Yes. Which, which text? Time. There can be a value in text. Yes. I'm actually reading a book right now by Chris Bailey called Hyperfocus, mm-hmm. and it's I'm just trying to like distill some. Anyway, so that I think like I want to take this sounds intentionality and I really want to um, I really want to we've both heard Erwin talk about this human goals like when I was in Egypt, I wrote down I called it my dirty dozen like 12 attributes that I'm like these are the attributes that mean the most to me of who I want to become. Yeah. Because there are things I've learned about myself. There's some ways I've learned about myself that I'm more resilient than yeah. I realize I am, which I think that every, everybody is. There's some areas that I learned about myself. I'm like, oh, like I let fear control me there more than I thought I did. Mm. I have, like, I've always been that person to where I like, I know I have a ton of faults, but I've never felt like fear is one of them. Mm. But there's some areas in my life where I'm like, no, I keep hesitating there because I, I have yeah. fear there. Um, and so that's that's the thing I don't like about myself. That I'm realizing, like, oh, there are some areas where I have fear, mm. um, and I need to address that. Um, and so going into 20. 24 i'm kind of skipping ahead but there's things i want to accomplish i mean there's there's some financial goals i have i want to just crush this next book and i want to release it and i want it to be amazing yeah i got ministry goals the things i want to create labs i want to create like leadership stuff like i got you know things we've been talking about behind the scenes that i want to help drive advancement towards and and i got all kind of things like that i got health stuff and 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 physical um you know uh Fitness things, all kind of things. But I, like, this sounds so cliche, but I want, uh, underneath intentionality, like, there's some words I want to grow in this year. I want I want to become more courageous. I want to become more bold. Um, I want to become uh, more selfless. I want to become even more just fearless. I want to become even more uh, grateful. Like, th- th- there's just human goals like i want to sound so cliche but like especially like i feel like in church world where you see like people that are in church world but that crumble 
Mm-hmm. Like, I want to become a better person. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Like, I just want every, like, sometimes the older I get, the more I'm like, I still have crazy aspirations and dreams. But then I'm just like, man, I just want to continue to become just a better human yep. being in every way that I can. I agree. I don't know. I agree. I don't know if that answers, I, 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 no, I think um, just just to tag on that, and then we can, you know, I think we can move move forward if we want. But yeah. I I think one of the things you're discovering that I feel like I'm also kind of in journey of discovering is that I I'm less worried, and maybe this is an age thing a little bit too. Um, I'm less worried about the personal accomplishments mm-hmm. as I am the person I am becoming. Yes. And I really feel that more now than I have ever before. Yeah. That I actually value. Yes. Like, you know, I just think through all the political, mm-hmm. you know, mess that we've been in as a country for the last couple of years and just the polarization that's happened mm-hmm. and just the response at times, even even like this past year when we did our series, it's complicated walking through really complicated social matters, moral matters, political matters. Mm-hmm. I'm like who do I want to be yeah. in the midst of those things? Yes. Not what position do I want to hold? Yes. And, you know, it's like, I, I want to be the kind of person where like, even this year I had, you know, I, I won't talk about it, but I had a experience of, I would say being very wronged by someone in business, you know, hmm. business deal wasn't in business, but a business kind of transaction deal. And I, I found myself just constantly remembering, you know, what Paul said in Romans, you know, it's like, or maybe it was first Corinthians. I can't remember which one, but where Paul talks about like, wouldn't you rather be wronged Mm -hmm. and suffer for that than to basically make a spectacle of it as -hmm. a Christ follower. And he talks about, he's talking in that Mm -hmm. one about one Christian suing another Christian Mm -hmm. over, you know, something that they've done. And, you know, I had someone say, you're like, we should, you should sue him over that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, part of me, that's just something in me of like, I want to mature to a point of going, hey, you know, that didn't feel fair or right. And it cost me thousands of dollars. But mm-hmm. I, I care more about the person that I am than just getting what I think is rightfully mine. Yeah. And I think that probably paints a broad uh, picture of like, I think some of the things that have changed in me over the last couple of years mm-hmm. and that I, I feel like I care more about, it's like the human goals, like you were just talking about, mm-hmm. like really caring more about who I'm becoming. Yeah. I, I think the accomplishments I, I'm driven by building mm-hmm. stuff. A lot has to do with our church. A lot has to do with what I feel called to build over yeah. the next, you know, however many years, but I just don't know that it's, I think I've just kind of shifted from like younger. That's all that mattered. Mm-hmm. To now, it's like, no, who am I in this journey? Because we, could, you we shift. we can build. Well, I, I appreciate that. I've I feel like I've gone through a bit of a soul journey, and so I think it's like that. That to me is important. Mm-hmm. I, I'm now seeing the value, whereas the me five years ago would have laughed at that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that doesn't matter. It's what you accomplish, mm-hmm. and I think I've had to have a lot of personal yeah. reflection, not in the past, but personal reflection on just what do I. Um, uh, what do I see that God values? Yeah. Is it my accomplishments or is it who I am? No, that's good. Kind of, kind of related to that and kind of another highlight I didn't mention, but one of the ways that I have chosen and, can, and I'm choosing to invest in all of what we're talking about 
is uh, the choice to join the arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mastermind course that costs, to be honest, of thousands of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the three pillars of it are communication, leadership, and character. Mm-hmm. It's, a tri- it's the triangle mm-hmm. of investing at the highest level you can in your leadership, your communication, mm-hmm. and your character, and who you're becoming yeah. and how you're operating. Um, and But I'm also realizing more and more that the input only matters in what you execute. And um, it's stuff we already know, but it's, I, I, think, I think this year was just a great reminder of um, I really am responsible for what I am becoming inside. Yeah. I'm responsible yep. for what I'm becoming inside, and I have agency in that. Yep. And I'm learning more and more that what I'm becoming inside, I've always been a big believer in the power of input. You know, your input determines your output. But I, I think this year, probably more than ever, I'm realizing not only am I responsible for who I'm becoming inside, but even more than input is action. Mm-hmm. That you're not changed by what you learn, you're changed by what you do. Mm-hmm. You're not changed by the amount that you read, you're changed by the amount that you apply. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes one courageous step is worth more than yep. 50 books or 50 sermons. I agree. Um, and so, yeah. That's good. Mm. So I don't know. Well, that's what we're carrying into this new year. Yeah. I think it's been good. Yeah. I, I, I just have that. It sounds so cliche. I have a feeling that I haven't had in a, in a while that this year is going to be pivotal. Yeah. It's a pivotal year. Yeah. Um, but that it also hinges on action. Mm-hmm. You know? It's good. And uh, so, yeah. I I'm, ex- I'm excited. I, I, feel, I feel a weight behind it, but an expectant weight behind yeah. it. Yeah. I'm excited about this year. Yeah. I really am. What are you looking forward to? Um, well, I, I think a lot of my excitement. Yes. There's some. We've got some. Great family stuff planned for this year, meaning a wedding, you know, and just continuing to be involved in Cohen's life. And, you know, I'm really focusing heavily on, well, you've encouraged me to, like, the book I wanted to drop. You're like, no, you need to write that book. Uh-huh. So, so that's probably encouragement that I needed to hear to go, okay, m- m- just I need to do the hard work and do it. So I, I really am going to put some energy. I mean, I, my goal is to finish that book in this next year, you know, yep. in 2024. I, I don't know Let's that I'll go. release it this next year, but I, my goal is to finish it in this year. And so I'm really going to hunker down. I've been having a lot Good. of internal conversations with myself about that and pulled it back out. And so, so uh, you know, I've got those things. But even just, I think, more in our church environment, mm-hmm. I just have more expectation there's momentum yeah i think there's momentum it's just there's i have more expectation for this year than i have in a while hmm. and i don't know what that looks like i'm not trying to expect i try to i've tried to in the past i've always kind of thrown out these ambitious goals of what i want to see mm-hmm. happen but i think most of them are rooted in like it, it, it sounds bad i'm trying to think of a not super spiritual word for this but just like um you know, maybe it's personal ambitions and goals. I want to say out of the flesh. It's just more of things like, yeah. you know, oh, I'd love to see us be able to reach this number of people. I'd love to see this number of this. I'd love to see this. And the excitement that I have isn't built around any of that. Mm-hmm. It's just around, like, the direction we're going, yeah. the energy that seems to be moving in with it. Like you said, the yeah. momentum, where it's going. Some of the things that we're going to be talking about in this new year as a church that we're releasing and rolling out that we are investing in that I think yeah. is just going to be huge for our church, just so pivotal good. for people yeah. in their faith journey. Like there's just some, there's just so much, I, I feel like there's some energy going to the vision yeah. 
that that God's given us for so this good. for the church and where we're going over the next few years and so and beyond. It's exciting. And so I just feel like there's some momentum. It's exciting. So we're excited. We're excited. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this still, several things. One, rate this podcast. Yeah, it's if you've never done out. it. If you've never done it, yeah. rate this podcast. Uh, it would mean the world to us. Leave a review. That would also mean the world. But also, you know, we may not have another episode come out before the year ends. Yeah, I think we're going to skip the very last week. Yeah. We're going to be off, off, and yeah. we're going to come back to the new year, hit the ground running in the first mm-hmm. full week. Yep. So this is us saying Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Yeah. and we're thankful for you. We're yeah. thankful to do a whole other year with you. We're thankful and excited about uh, journeying through 2024 together. As always, one of the goals of this is to for you to have a weekly place to come to, yeah. to have the conversations about life and culture. When you agree with us, when you don't agree with us, and sometimes me and you don't agree with each other. Yeah. And that's the beauty of these tables is yeah. it's a safe place to just navigate life yeah. and navigate the real things that are going on in society. And so we plan, God willing, to continue to do that through 2024. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're just excited. We're thankful for you. Let us know. This will be kind of yeah. fun. Let us know, um, you know, any goals you have for the new year. And if there's any podcast episodes that stood out from 2023, let us yeah. know. It's always fun to know what stands out to people. Yeah. Um, but until then, we will see you in 2024. Tune in to the special end of the year uh, experience at live.thex.church to check out all that's going on at X Church. And until then... We'll see you in the new year. Happy New Year. Hey, guys, it's Russ. Thanks so much for listening. We really believe if we can get around tables instead of behind screens, if we can talk to each other instead of at each other, we can make the world better. To help us do that, here are a few things you can do to help. First, if you haven't yet, leave a review on Apple or Spotify and hit subscribe on YouTube. This helps more than you know. Also, if you have been impacted by the community out of which this podcast comes, that's X Church. Maybe you're local or you've been touched by the messages and impact across the country, even the world. I want to encourage you to support this work. A powerful life principle is to invest in the people and places that invest in you. And so I want to invite you to do that right now by going to thex.church slash give. You can give a one-time small gift, a sacrificial gift, or even become a recurring partner. Together, let's keep elevating the conversation thinking higher, loving deeper, and making the world better. Cheers.